What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast. I am your host, Jonathan Cote. Joining us on the panel tonight are... Jonathan? Yeah, the other Jonathan. <laughs> Roger May. And I'm the living embodiment of fear, Johnny Morales. Oh, my God. Yeah, from the She-Hulk movie. No, stop. No? What? Oh. Producing, as always, is Matthew Lubick. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. I also forgot to say we are powered by Horizon Comics in the beginning, but there it is. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, we are a spoiler podcast, so there's going to be some stuff that's going to get spoiled out of these books. We'll try to give you enough warning if it's something major. Uh, it, we also tend to do some trivia, some previews, some news, all kinds of fun stuff. We'll answer a couple of questions here at the end. So I'm going to throw it to our first-time guest, the other Jonathan for tonight. This is a, a, this is a John, John heavy. Yeah. My John. three Johns. Yeah, my three Johns. My so it's John, Johns. Jonathan, and Johnny tonight. Yes. There you go. Um, so, John, tell us about the Marvel book for this week. So, Marvel, Captain America, number 25, by, let's see, what was it, Nick Spencer. A lot of people love him, I heard. Yes. Very. Why you drink? Oh, God. That's great. And the artist is Jesus Saz with Joe Bennett and Joe Pimentel. Do I go through everyone? No, nah, no, it's fine. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I thought you were going to barf up a cosmic cube there. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> spoilers. Hold yeah. on. That's the end yeah, of the that's, right that's some spoilers right there. Foreshadowing. <laughs> so uh, this book is starting off with Captain America doing a little speech saying, you know, we've been oppressed for far too long. You know, things are going to get down to business. We got a Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra, yeah, basically. Hydra Cap. Yeah, and he's like, you know what? We're going to get stuff done now. And he's just like, Hail Hydra. And then in the book, everyone's fighting against. Uh, or wait, hold on. It's uh, They're in the X Men section, New TN. I believe it's called. Is that how yep, you say it? Yep, they now? go to confront the supposed leader of New Tien, and then they're like, yeah. no, we want the real leader. Yeah, we want the real leader. And then Emma Frost is like, no, you know, we, we got this. It's all good. We'll be, we'll be your best friends. <laughs> like, but no voice? mutant What if she actually real. sounded like that? No, uh, we got this. It's uh, all good. Who's played Emma Frost so far? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Was that January Jones in first class? Yeah. Oh my I god. I don't know who that she, is. She might sound like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. So it's basically like, no, we're not gonna kneel, but you know They are. We'll we'll give you what you need. The cosmic cube thing. And then so they go to Wakanda, and Wakanda's like putting up an actual fight, and I'm like, Yeah, go Black Panther, yeah. And then Black Panther's like, kill him off basically, the bad guys. And then the the warrior or whatever, he's all like, curse your sudden and inevitable <laughs> betrayal. Exactly. He's like, I'm sorry, King, I can't do that. I'm thinking like, what? And then Zemo pops out of nowhere and <laughs> with a like Nazi magic. sword. Yeah. yeah, with a Nazi sword and like pins Black Panther. Was it a Nazi sword? It had a Nazi symbol on the Oh, belt. no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not even a Hydra symbol, a straight up Nazi symbol. And so they overtake him and then, uh, oh, you're what's, right. what's this guy's name? Dr. Faustus. Yeah, Dr. Faustus is like, yeah, we used your our Western ideas to convince half your army. And I was like, okay, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> and so Black Panther ends up... <laughs> Fox News. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like Western philosophy. I think that's exactly what he says. Hold on. Yeah. He's like, that won't work in our homeland, but it'll work in yours. Oh, God. So basically he just like shoved money in his face, I assume. And then Captain America... Yeah. Or uh, Sam, Wilson Sam Wilson's all like, okay, you know, I'm not big of fan Falcon of speeches, Cap. 
but you know, but he goes and then he gets, like, gets a three-page speech. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna do this speech, and then the Iron Man's there, everyone and their mom's there. It seems like yeah. he's like, you know yeah. what? Who are we? Why do we become uh, basically heroes Shawnee? in the beginning? Which I thought this was cool because he's like, I thought it kind of went like against like Civil War, what they were talking about and how they were fighting each other. He's like, why do we originally start to be heroes to save people? And I thought that was the one takeaway I got from this comic is like, okay, we're here to save people. Let's go save these people. Let's not fight each other. Enough of this stupid fighting, which I think is Finally. Stupid. It's like enough heroes versus heroes. And then they start saving people in, uh, I think, what is it, New Adeline? Yeah, New Adeline. Yep, maybe. Is that what it is? Pretty sure it's New Adeline because it's where all the Inhumans are. Yeah, where all the Inhumans are. They're all locked up. And then it turns out, like, all the Inhumans are breaking out as well. And so it's like, hey, we're not the only ones. Yeah, which brings us to, like, the dumbest thing in this Oh, I liked it. Maybe I should have introduced myself as Barf. Did you like Barf? I liked Barf. Okay, first of all, that's the dumbest (laughs) name. (laughs) That's what even Tony Stark says. I know. (laughs) It is. Like it, it, I don't know. Barf and Gold Balls should, are probably going to get their own title here soon because uh, Tom Brevard or whoever the freaking Axel Alonso, whoever whoever's in charge of, there's like that's a good combo. Let's do that. Um, hey, Cullen, <laughs> we got a book for you to write. <laughs> that would be written by Cullen Bunn. Uh, Barf balls. Barf, oh, God, oh, no. oh, Matt, that's low for even this show. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, tell 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 so, us what happens with this great inhuman character named so Barf. Tony, he like shows Barf like, hey, can you make this? And he's like, yeah, I can barf up anything basically. And so he shows him the part of the cosmic cube or piece of the cosmic cube, and he just throws up piece of the cosmic cube, and everyone's like, oh shit, this is legit. Right in the first couple minutes. <laughs> well, so and the thing there is like, I mean, he barfs up a cosmic cube. Apparently, you know, this is just a reality right. altering <laughs> device that just he just he has in conscious. his gut. You know. Yeah. Well, so I was I thinking mean, more. It was like this guy can take some stuff from somewhere and just teleport it out of his mouth. Just still, that, it's still I, dumb, but that's more plausible I mean, than him creating a cosmic cube. Well, Maybe, that'd be real dumb if you created. I don't know it. if it was if it was actually established or not. I I kind of wasn't lean, established. No, 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 yeah, I know. But I'm I'm just saying, like, I kind of lean towards like what you were thinking, where it like teleports yeah. it from somewhere. But they didn't do a good job of explaining yeah. that yeah. at all. No, they never explained. Because and I mean, once they have all the pieces, you're not gonna have this extra piece that he created. Yeah, quote, unquote. Yeah. So maybe they'll explain it later. Like, oh, where'd my piece go? <laughs> like, oh, Barf took it because <laughs> <Barf took it. laughs> he teleports they should have things another, in his mouth. They should. <laughs> I was just about to say, they should have another character called Crap, and it just comes out the other end instead. Uh-huh. I mean, if we're gonna That's go with editors, if uh, we're gonna go with something stupid like Barf, you might as well just complete the right. the uh, juvenile circle, humor. Right? Yeah. <laughs> then that's the book. It's a trio: Crap, Barf, and Gold Balls. The right there, the, the, tri- the Marvel Trinity book by that will Spencer? never sell. I'd written by Cullen Bunn. Oh well. They did write Trinity. Stop it. <laughs> that was a good issue. And so it kind of ends with uh, them focusing on Atlantis, and Namor's all pissed because everyone thinks he's, like, a little girl for, like, succumbing to Captain America and giving him his um, the piece of the cosmic cube. It's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. My, my family or my – basically my people judge me of being a little pissy, basically. Yeah. And so he's like, little did they know, though – the whole time. Which, I didn't get this, okay? So, spoilers on this for anybody that hasn't read Cap 25. 
Um, <laughs> I mean, you just got like half like the entirety of this issue spoiled. But there is a big reveal at the end of this, and apparently, Winter Soldier Bucky has been working with Namor. Yeah, I thought he was well, like Namor, he saved, found him. Namor saved him. Right? Yeah, he found him. I like, thought he was like on the moon or something. <laughs> Johnny, this is Marvel. Those rules don't apply. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Continuity? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like he took Nick Fury's spot because Nick Fury became right, a watcher, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that's what it was. No, no, no. That's all been, but <laughs> everything's like been abandoned with that story apparently. So, okay. but he pulled I, them I, from the water. Yeah, I, I don't know what <laughs> I. I haven't been following the series to to know how he ended up there, but mm-hmm. I. I think Steve threw him out of a plane or something. Oh God. I, something no, I like thought that, that was. Well, well, in the first issue, he threw someone out of the plane. In the first Captain America issue. Anyway, big reveal on this: Bucky's back. He was. Yeah, presi- he, he was. He was. He's been <laughs> dead for. Yeah. Sexy too. Jeez. Yeah. Chip Zardisky. Zardisky. Yeah. Yeah. Got abs running for him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, Two stars. I, yeah. Wait, I got to rant real quick. You know what really pisses me off oh, also? Oh, please tell us. Is just freaking this whole Tony Stark being an AI thing yeah. still in a suit? Why isn't he just Tony Stark? Because his body's in a coma. That's dumb. <laughs> That's so stupid. Like, okay, we're going to put Tony Stark in a coma to introduce this other Iron Person character. Riri. But I want to yeah, have Riri. Tony Stark still. Okay, but we still want him in this story, so how do we make that so happen? Everyone AI in the suit. like. Yeah. So every book can use Tony Stark because he's just a robot. That's, oh. And he's everywhere. So, yeah, God, yeah. It, just, it, it, it infuriates me. Yeah. That, that's, there's a lot of dumb stuff in this issue, but I actually kind of liked it. It got me a little bit hyped up of, uh, like, you know, they're kind of getting prepared to take Captain America down. Uh, this, this we're I'm not going. saying it's good or really oh, no, 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 great. I, I'm just saying, like, at this point, issue eight came out today for Secret Empire. Yeah. Okay. The tie-ins. Yeah, you're supposed to read this and, before that, I guess. Yeah. The tie-ins and how long Secret Empire has been going now yeah. is ridiculous. Well, I, it's not even so much the month. It's how many issues are tied into this. Ten oh, issues yeah. plus a zero? And then, like, every yeah. series is getting... And almost every series has, yeah, like, two or three tie-ins to it. It's like, my God, like... Like, can you imagine the omnibus that they're going to have to put out for this? It's going to be two volumes. <laughs> I don't know who's going to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, sorry, rant over. Jonathan, what did you? What would your star rating of this issue uh, be? I give it three out of five just because I really like the Captain America speech. He's like, you know, let's stop fighting each other and just start Sam saving people. Yeah. It's just, I felt like that was, like... I don't know. I'm tired of heroes fighting heroes. Oh, you're not the only one, like, dude. You're not the only one. I just Johnny. feel like, yeah, there you go. Let's save people. Let's fight the villains. Yeah, if Steve Rogers is a villain right now, okay, just fight his ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all team up. Go ahead, Johnny. Even though it's stupid, I really like Barf. Three. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> two. I, less, really. Like, but I... The art wasn't great. It was I thought the art was fun. Yeah, the art was okay. I, I just, felt like they could, they should have someone better. I didn't expect. I expected to hate this a lot more for mm-hmm. being Nick Spencer, and I didn't hate it a lot. I don't get me wrong; I still didn't like it, but yeah, too. Yeah. So it was fun. Um. So I, I'm up next. I have to pitch uh, Redlands, uh, which is our image book. Yes. Ooh. And 
It's an indie book, uh, and it's by Jordi Belair, the much-in-demand colorist. Yes, she's for, amazing. For a lot of stuff, yep. Uh, pencils by Vanessa Del Rey, uh, and I believe Clayton Cowles is the inker. Maybe. Because Jordi colors this book also. Yes. I don't think she's going to do a book and not color her own book. Yeah. Um, basically, if you want witches in Florida... Taking over a town, and I this do. This is your book. Oh yeah. God, how? Oh I, man, this book did zero oh, things for me, dude. I love this book. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the it's it's set in 1977 in Redlands, Florida. Uh, the premise is is apparently this town sheriff people they tried burning these witches. They didn't die. They well, they tried back. hanging them. That's what it was. They tried hanging them, but the tree just erupted into yeah, fire. For cut some on fire. Reason. And they come back, yeah. They come back with a vengeance to start killing everybody. That's the whole first issue. Yeah. In a nutshell, um, I, it's a fast read. There's not a lot of dialogue. Yeah, but um, uh, I kind of really like the the pacing because it it, it kind of gives you like this suspense because you don't see the the witches until the end. Yeah. And they bring in a little girl into like that the the creepy demon girl. Yeah. Dude. Like obviously, like if this stuff is the happening. The minute I saw that, I was like, she's gonna murder yeah. someone later. Well, no. and there's one point where she changes form. No, that, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, and I was like, her and no, like, what oh, I really like oh, is um, oh. that that actu- that scene because uh, the the son of the sheriff is holding onto her hand and you see through his like uh, vision her normal. But when they open the door to, um, when the sheriff opens the door to see what his son is doing, they instead of the little girl, he sees the demon. And I, I love that whole scene because it sees you know, it's showing from someone's other, uh, someone's other uh, pers- perspective. Kind of like innocent eyes, yeah, versus, like tainted eyes. Kind uh, of deal. I, I really enjoy this book. Uh, there's not, there's, God, yeah, yeah. Freaking My Little Pony to just occult murder. Oh, okay, dude, oh, yeah, and then dude. He it's, shoots his own son in the face. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Look, yeah, like at one point, um, there's this guy out in front, uh, and he has the sheriff's son. And uh, the guy stands in front of the sheriff's son. Uh, the sheriff proceeds to shoot him with a shotgun. The guy disappears, and it was you know, an illusion. It was an illusion, and uh, you know the sheriff so- shot his own son. Oh, that's so great! It's real messed up. Hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. Really it's real up. messed up. I didn't like this book. Okay, like, look, Jordy, Jordy's very talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I get why she's like the in demand. She's been she's colored almost every book I think at Image, and a couple of books outside of Image. She's very good at what she does. I'm not even saying that this is poorly written. Mm-hmm. This is just not my thing at all. You don't like There's this? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't. The swoosh. Uh, it's so good. I'm not. You know, I'm not a big horror guy. Um, I'm not either. That's well, Johnny. Yeah, that's not true. I, I'm. Well, yeah. I mean, except for Black Money Murders. Oh and my God. Providence. That that, that's more like. But because I said yeah. I'm not. I'm not a big horror guy too, and I, and I, I don't know if I can really classify what kind of horror I like. But it's not this. Yep. I actually think I actually think this is a really well written book. Yeah. Um. The page. I, I feel Pacing like it's. Really I feel like it's almost written as a like a, a networker movie pitch. Hmm. You know. Um. I, I could definitely see it's this. It's the cold open on, to like a TV show, like yeah. on Netflix or something. Yeah, um, I could definitely see it. I thought I thought the writing was pretty strong. The art I, oh, I, I thought left a little to be desired. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, um, I love the art. It's color great. I yeah. have. Well, it's kind of like look, it's a limited palette. But Ben it's color great. Ben Temple Smith mm. is is uh, I mean a phenomenal horror artist, but I you know. 
his art bothers me at times because if I have to sit there trying to figure out what I'm looking at, <laughs> and especially with a really dark palette, I get it. Yeah, um, it's I'm a little yeah, I get a little frustrated. Because uh, conversely, you know, my my favorite book, Black Money Murders, um, that's oh, cool. dude, that's that's that's, that's equally dark as dark, yeah. and it's a dark palette and all this stuff. But you know. You know, every every or panel, every page. Tom. I'm not sure. It's Tom. Tom Coker. Coker. Yeah. Um, you know exactly what you're looking at, and it still creeps you out. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it has um, the coloring has a afterlife with Archie type of coloring, uh, from Francesco Francavilla, which he uses a lot of reds and stuff. And it, well, it's, the majority of this or the entirety of this book takes place at night. Yeah, it's appropriately yeah. colored because well, it's the, at night and the lighting is right. From no, fire. The, yeah. the coloring's perfect because that's i mean that's that's the palette you're gonna have with a giant tree burning in front of the police station with everybody getting killed yeah um i really like the the art it's very it's it's scratchy uh type of art uh not very you know well defined i don't know who would who i would compare it to paul pope a little bit scratchier your guess is as good as mine on this one this one really uh kind of looks like its own thing yeah so, um, oh, um, I don't know who did the art for uh, Sub- Sabrina um, with uh, Robert- Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. Sabrina, like the Teenage Witch? Yes, but like a, ho- a horror book, like Afterlife with Archie. I, I didn't I'll, even know I'll that look existed. it up. Yeah, but it's it's great. I yeah. think only like. What four, did you think, Jonathan? Only four issues came out. Uh, this is not my. This is, <laughs> this is not my taste of books. Not your jam. Not my jam, but I can't. I can't give it a bad rating or anything no, like it's, that. No, it, that's just it. It's well. Look, there's there's a different the, the difference between this and Captain America, um, is you've got somebody that's kind of on a passion project. I think Jordi Belair, like this is her baby. You can mm-hmm. kind of tell by the way it's written, by the way it's colored, all that stuff. Um, you know, she clearly knows this world and and what she's trying to do. Yeah, I feel um, a, I feel like racism is going to play a good part in it too because they they were talking about that as well. Yeah, it's 1977. Yeah. So, so I wonder how how it's going to expand from there. Yes. Uh, so uh, it's actually the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is uh, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa who uh, does the writing on Afterlife with Archie, and uh, I believe it's Robert Hack. Uh, and this is the the art. It kind of reminds. It's me similar. Of that. Yeah. Uh, you are all about this book, Johnny. I love this like book. Like you're like you are bouncing out of your chair. Yeah. Like I didn't think I was gonna like it that much because uh, sometimes I don't like the cold <coughs> opens. Like they just like jump into it. But going to me, know, that's the, like if you're gonna pick up an indie book, that I think to me is like yeah, one of the but best like, things um, you can do. Just throw somebody in the middle of something. You're like, but what is happening? Like Almost everybody yeah. does that though. And sometimes if it's because like, it works. Yeah, but but like if it's a, like a really big world. You get overwhelmed, like, oh, what, what, what the hell's going on? Eternity. Sometimes. Well, Seven to Eternity wasn't a cold open. It wasn't What's a cold tr- open. It's true with East of West. Yeah, that was. People, I mean, that's one complaint I get from people with East of West is it's, you know, they don't Too much? Know, yeah. They can't, they can't keep, oh, keep I know what's going everything <laughs> straight. You know what's going on, Did you, you read last week's? Not yet. Oh, Roger. So you know what's going on, but you never quite know what's going on. <laughs> oh man! If you read that book in like a com- like the the hardcovers that he puts out, <laughs> it's so good. I love it so much. Anyway, uh, do you have anything else you want to gush about this? Because the rest of us were kind of meh about this. Um, 
coloring is really great. We already mentioned we've, that. We've established that <laughs> yeah. Jordi Belair is the best. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if oh. this is her first writing. Is I don't it? know. That, I think it is. Because that's actually really good. Yeah. Like, like, even if it's not your guys' jam, it's actually no, well no, written. No, no, no. She's clearly a talented force to be reckoned with. Within, she knows this industry. She knows yeah. what good writing is. She knows what good art is. She knows what good coloring is. Because you know, I wonder she, if she, she can draw. But, she could just um, do her own book. Uh, I think most colorists can. Yeah. I, th- I know Alex Sinclair can. But one thing that I do want to take issue with is in the back there's this letter. Oh, God. Um, and look, this is this is just me. Maybe I'm just like... Johnny, you got your duct, duct tape conversation. <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, the I did. First, the first line here is, hey, you rebellious preteen hey, holding was gonna this like that. age-inappropriate comic in your hands with your self-dyed hair, chipped fingernail polish, and dirty duct-taped chucks. This is the book for you. This is not a book for children. No. Like, I don't care how rebellious no. you are. Preteen? No. You're talking, you know, 10, 11, 12, 12 years old? Max? Oh, yeah, no. No. Yeah. Preteen's bad. The, the amount, this is a mature book. There's a lot of F-bombs. There's a lot of, like, death, like, decapitations and dark I think it's kind of like. Stuff. If you're, if you're into that, if you're dressing like that, you know, if you're into I, that. I, I right. get it. And, and I think you, you're going to go <laughs> towards that. that. Yeah, I, I would. I would have said teen, like thirteen or fourteen, yeah, not preteen, dude. Even oh man, even thirteen. I'd, oh, dude, I'd, I'd be, be having some conversations with my kid if I ha- if I had a kid, and I, I'd be like, "Whoa, because they're rebellious." We, that's why we I need to talk if like. if this is what you're reading. Because yes. I would, I'd be like, "Here is Superman. Read this." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so lame. So hey, dude, you know I like some mature books, yeah, but yeah. I just no, no, I'm I a get firm it. believer she, in age appropriate. Yeah, no, I, I definitely understand that. Uh, she maybe if she said teenager instead of preteen, it would have come off a little bit better. Because like yeah, you guys are right. Because then she goes down and it's like other people it makes sense out of this list that she. Yeah. Well, if she had books. yeah, if she had said teenager, yeah. then you know that that thirteen to eighteen, yeah. Okay, you can. I know some you, people with. She would chugs. give it herself a lot of cover. Yeah. If if she had done that, I I completely disagree with that statement too. This is not a book for preteens. So I don't care how rebellious they are. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just subject matter. I just mm. I was pretty so. rebellious, but I wouldn't give this book to twelve year old me. <laughs> That's true. Um, so let's do some stars, Jonathan. Uh, I thought he was John. John, we'll do, we'll do John. We'll John? do John. Okay, sorry. Um, I gotta get four out of five. Although it's not my cup of tea. I mean, whoever's out there, you know, check it out. If you like horror, if you like horror, you know, witches. Yeah, so. I'm kind of. I, I, it's three out of five for me because I mean, it, it's it's a really strongly written book. Um, the the art fits the story, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm not I'm not gonna knock that. Um, but I just I really. I didn't care for it at all. I wouldn't continue it. But but it is it it's a it's a strong. I know what Johnny's rating's gonna no, be. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, if you guys uh, you know some if people like uh, Afterlife with Archie, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is actually much darker than Afterlife with Archie. Um, Johnny and rating. Nailbiter. Uh, you'll like this book. So five out of five for me. I, I love this book. Uh, I'm a, I'm kind of in the same boat as Roger. I'm gonna give it a three. Um, it's there's nothing inherently wrong with it. J- Beyond the fact that it's just not for me, and certainly not for preteens, in my opinion. But if you were to dedicate it for the people that like this type of stuff, what would you give it? If I was into like into this kind of thing, if, if you were twelve, 
You're and, a and if you I was your, 12, I would you not. You had your chucks. <laughs> if I was, and your, and your black, superhero your like black the, the chip Boy fingernail Scout. polish. I could, I could tell you right now, like at 12, I was reading Death of Superman. That's what was in my hands was that. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gone anywhere near this. This wouldn't have been on my radar. Um, this would have been on my radar. If I was into this kind of stuff, like horror, like all that, like it, it, it's a strong book. It'd be a five. It's just not... That's a weird thing. Like, I don't like horror movies, but I really like horror comic books. Is it because there's no sound and jumpy stuff to I scare hate, you? I hate right. jump scares. Right. You're not going to turn a page and be like, you, 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 oh, my God, I'd pay to see you jump scare. <laughs> oh, dude, anyway. I jumped, like, at a raccoon coming out of me in, 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 in uh, that game. Um, the What's it called? Until Dawn. Oh, God. Yeah, a, a raccoon came out, and All I jumped. All right, Roger. I saw a raccoon in Pitch the house. my favorite book this week. Ah, uh, Yes. Uh, Miracle, uh, excuse me, Mr. Miracle, number, number one, one, by Tom King and uh, art by is it Mitch Mitch Gerrits. Mitch Gerrits. Um, yeah, okay, so uh, Scott Free, 13 Reasons Why, <laughs> Dark Side Is, Dark stay side tuned. Is. What? Dark Side Is, stay okay. tuned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So essentially, okay. oh my God! Not even the last page. <laughs> oh. Essentially, uh, Scott Free. All right, there's something going on with this issue. Yes, this is an issue that you cannot you you cannot presume to know what the story is going to be about because already somebody's head is being messed, messed with. with. Yeah. Okay. Um, and. Namely, they say, you know, because they come across and they say, High Father is dead. That's kind of a, a central uh, plot point in the story where S- Scott Free and, and Big Barda, Big Barda have to go back, back to, to New Genesis. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know that that's really what's going on here. Well, there's, you know? there's another have, clue in there, too. I want to know if you guys caught it. Um, <laughs> which one? When he the after eyes. after Orion gets uh, punches him. Oh yeah, no, says, uh, Big Barda's eyes. He's like, so "What happened to your eyes? eyes? They're always brown. blue." They're and she's blue like, now. "No, yeah, they're." But she's like, in, "No, they're they're they've always been brown." You notice you never see her look directly into the camera until that final panel, and her eyes are blue. Oh crap! When, when I they, didn't know they changed back. They changed Wait, back in the final panel when they're getting called off. When she actually looks at Scott, you actually see her front facing the camera. Well, it's the only other time where her face is full onto the camera. The first time her eyes are brown when she's uh, saying right. they've always been brown, but then in that final panel they're blue. So it's not fair. You would catch that. Dude, I read this book three times. No, that's really fun. cool because when <laughs> nice. Um <laughs> because when it was the whole brown eyes thing and he's like, Your eyes are blue and I'm like, Yeah. I started going back and it's like <laughs> It's no, only two points where she looks directly in the camera where you can see yeah. when she tells him they've always been brown. And then when they're going off to New Genesis and she's looking at the camera, and then they're blue. Yeah. So Something's going there's on. There's weird stuff going on with with and Scott Free, and and you you assume you know by the fur you know the first few pages, uh, and and the the thirteen reasons why, you know, uh, scenario, uh, that he is has tried to cheat death. Okay, escape not cheat death, but escape. Yeah, from death, um, which I think was less than successful. But um, 
this is really interesting. You know, the comic, uh, you know, the I think the art and, and everything in it is really interesting. It's done Watchmen style with nine panel grids. Well, actually, um, after reading, like, a lot of Tom King's stuff, he really likes the nine panel grid. I can tell you he got that from Watchmen. Well, yeah. Because his, his direct quote at Comic-Con was, steal from the best. Because <laughs> 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 like, he said, I love using the, the nine panel grid because of Alan Moore. Well, so. yeah, um, this this yeah this is an interesting book. I love all the little. There's a lot of one of the things that contributes also to like possibly Scott being messed with is every few panels are blacked out, and all you have is in white text the words "Dark Side is." Yeah. Um, that is a recurring thing throughout the entire book. Well, it, yeah, and it's, it starts off in one panel per page. Yeah. And then after four or five pages, it's in a couple of panels per page. Yep. And then it's like four on a page. Until it takes up an entire entire page. page. Just dark side is. So, you know, you almost get this kind of drum beat, you know. That dark side's doing something outside of our view to mess with Scott Free. Yeah. So um, I I can't tell you how, like, I was hyped for this book, especially after listening to Tom King talk about it at Comic-Con and kind of his inspiration behind it. And then, like, hearing it or finally getting in my hands and reading it, I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Like, so, like I said, I read this three times. Um, I I got hooked. Um, It I this is the Tom King I like when he kind of does something big and bold and. I don't know. I I I'm I'm definitely on for the ride with this one. Um, yeah, and Mitch Garrods I think is a good partner for this. Yeah, it's the art's um, great. So this is actually the first time I've actually read a full. No, I take that back. I read Sheriff two issues Babylon? when he did. No, I haven't read Sheriff of Babylon yet. Oh, Batman. I, yeah, when he did the rooftops mm-hmm. story arc with with Mitch, I read that. He also did, I think, tw- uh, the issue after swamp the button. Thing? Yeah, the swamp thing. No, the Batman with the swamp thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Brave in was the that mold. rooftops? Brave in the mold. Oh, brave in the mold. That's, that's a great name. Yeah, that was that issue. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but this was the I think the the first time that I've seen like really like Mitch Garrett's go just full bore. Yeah. So Mitch Garrett's is great. Um, it's all digital. Oh, really? Yeah, he went digital for this because he does everything himself. Inks, pencils, colors. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Just knocking out of the park then. Yeah. So wow. he's a stud. Yeah. Um, uh, I know uh, one thing One thing I wanted to complain about this book, even though like it was an amazing book, um, we mentioned how we should not give uh, Red Lance to um, you know, kids or teenagers or whatever because it's a mature book. Um, this one's a little bit more mature. It is mature, and it says, you know, it rated M for mature, but kind of very small. That's where is it really? It, yeah, that's where DC puts it. But oh, wow. with the Nick Darrington cover, it looks unassuming. It looks like yeah, a friendly. kid's book. It looks yeah. like a kid's-friendly book, and it is not. I kind of wish they would have. Because like, this felt a little bit more PG-13 than mature, but yeah, I guess because of the theme, like the opening page, he's like. Oh, th- there's, you know, there's cursing in here. Yeah, but it's it's mild. Like, it's slightly more than, like, yeah, than um, the average DC yeah, book. Yeah, it's just, you know, this one. Yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, it, it is mature, but I kind of wish they would put it a little bit bigger on the cover. Yeah. Uh, especially with the Nick Darrington cover. Yeah, the, the, all the Nick Darrington covers actually 
It's a great cover. I like the Garrett's cover better. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, it's the poster. Like it's the him. Oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good. That's a good. It's cover. like he escaped from this. Mm, okay, that's, that's I think cool. the the duality of those two covers. It's before and after. Yeah. This, this so, book is, is great. It's great. There's a lot of layers to yeah, this. There's great, a lot right. of layers. Like um, This is not a light read. No, you 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 know, you read it and you're like, I don't know what's going on, but you kind of want to know more and with you reading, you know, it three times, you still don't know what's going I, yeah, on. Yeah, I really went over the panels oh, and, and all that <laughs> stuff. So, um, Jonathan, you've been quiet. What did you think about this? Uh well, I wasn't expecting that one. To be I put read on it. <laughs> I was like, I was to have that it, in your like, hands, like whoa. I was like, whoa. I was like, Mr. Miracle. I mean, I heard rumors that this is better than the Vision number one. No, so, about that. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I, I would, I would venture that far. <laughs> you know, Which I've, heard, I, I've heard people saying like, oh, this is like, this is gonna be better than the Vision. I don't know about that. I, I do. Know. We'll see. I don't know. About I, you that. know what? I do want to finish the Vision. You know, I do want to finish the Vision. Vision was my but favorite book last year. I know. This but, year's unstoppable. Watch. But man, I, oh my god, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he he tops what he did in Vision. Go continue. Oh, and I don't know. I was like not expecting this, and I don't know much about that character. The character that either. You're so in the I'm same boat like, as everybody else. I was like, is this is this guy been like known for a while? Or he's whatnot? been around for a long time. I like I've, not, I've seen him around. It's created by I'm Jack like, Kirby, right? Yep. Is he I like mean, as part of the New Gods? I was thinking like, is he big right now, or is this well, like he's grabbing a character that's not big? He was. Uh, Mister Miracle was used in Jeff Johns in the end of Jeff Johns' uh, New Fifty Two Justice League run mm-hmm. in the Dark Side War. They pulled in Mister Miracle. Yeah, I, remember, part of. I think I remember. Okay, yeah. so that's his most recent besides this okay. um, appearance in DC Comics. Now, Dan DiDio did say that I think they're going to use something like this to springboard almost like a New Gods rebirth, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. to start sweet. ushering in more of them, hence why Big Barda, Orion, are starting to play big. You, you notice we got a lot of New Gods specials coming out, mm-hmm. or Fourth World uh, specials that have to do with Kirby's obviously his birthday, but right. they're kind of using that to to redo the, the New Gods. So. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I'm just the him like something's wrong. Like the whole thing yeah. is like something's wrong. Like what's going on? Something's wrong. Yeah, like, no, something's wrong, man. Like, well, yeah. what's funny is one of the things that Tom King talked about his his inspiration for this book is actually when his grandma died, and um, he he said in the same day that his grandma died, he, his wife was taking him to the hospital because he was having really bad panic attacks about writing Batman mm-hmm. because of all this pressure, like, oh, my God, like, if I screw this up, this could be career suicide. You know, I'm the guy that screwed up Batman kind of thing. So he was having, like, a panic attack. His wife was, like, trying to take kids to, like, babysitter so she could get him yeah. to the hospital, and then he gets a call from his dad, and he's like, well, that's weird. It's my dad calling, and he never calls because it's my dad. And so... Uh, he's like, your grandma died. And he was really tight with his grandma. And so it was just this double whammy of like, life is not what it's supposed to be right now. This is not how things are supposed to be. Everything feels off kilter and not where it should be. I'm not, you know, like, so it was all of that and like anxiety, all of that just hitting him all at once that kind of gave him the idea of where to start this book. And it shows. So knowing that, uh, yeah, definitely. I, I was can, like, oh, my God, like this is legitimately what he was talking about. And so Scott Free, he just kind of put all that into that character of just not knowing what to do. Like, I can't tell you what's off, but I can tell you it's off. Like there's a lot going on. And that like, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that definitely comes through. Yeah. Having, having you. You. 
really that story makes made, made this book make a lot more sense. So mm-hmm. that's another reason why I read it like three times. Mm-hmm. Understanding where his mind was when he got the idea from this and the inspiration, uh, for me, made me appreciate mm-hmm. it a heck of a lot more. So Tom King really won me over because anybody that listens to this podcast knows that I've had my my grievances with his Batman run and 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 whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and listening to him in his in several of the different panels at Comic Con, that dude like really won me over. So um, yeah, I like I said, this is this this book was highly anticipated for me. So knowing that going into this, so yeah, yeah, definitely, I really enjoy this two page right here the the spread on tv the spread on tv and how he makes it look like it's a bad tv signal yeah it's like rrr, rrr, and it's like messing up and he's trying to say like oh you know you try to escape from everything and then it's like yeah everything was getting really easy it's like so easy and then you know so no one escapes from death and i was just like oh man <laughs> well, yeah, that was yeah. really good i really uh like this issue a lot uh since it's only going to be 12 issues. I'm really excited for it because I feel like Tom King works better in just like these small chunks. I do too. With, I feel like... With uh, Sheriff of Babylon, The Vision, uh, and now... Omega Men. Uh, Omega Men, yes. And now uh, Mr. Miracle. Mm-hmm. Like, all that stuff is, is u- great. I think he utilized nine the nine-panel grid in all of those, right? Uh, Vision? Uh, Vision, not so much, not but he does do it uh, quite a bit. He, yeah. Not as much as this, obviously. He did, he did a lot in Omega Men. Yeah, oh. yeah. Um... I think almost every issue had a couple of the mm-hmm. nine panels. And I, d- I haven't read Sheriff, so I don't know. Yeah. But I really want to read Sheriff. All I can tell you is Garrett's and Huey uh, Grayson? I did not. Yeah, he wrote that with... Um, what's that uh, guy's name? Uh, Tim uh, yeah. Seeley. Yeah, Tim Seeley. Yeah. There you go. Um, but all I can tell you is Garrett's and King are a good combo. I yeah. think they work really well off of each other and with each other. Yeah, so. most def. Roger, did you have anything else you wanted to say about this before we do star ratings? You just want to jump into it? No, I'm. Yeah, we can jump into it. Uh, th- this is, you know, this is this is a really tough one for me because I think I think that as as I continue on in this series, I'll probably like it more and more. But for me, it's you know, this book was like a three and a half. Okay. Um, I, My soul. I see, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um. I think the you know the nine panel grid works fine. Mm-hmm. Um, there's 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 a lot going on here. I know he's he's got a story to tell. I love that it's a twelve issue story because it'll have a beginning, middle, and end. I think the 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 sum is going to be greater than than the sum of the parts. You know, okay, or the the whole will be greater than the sum of the parts. So, but yeah, as a, as a single issue, three and a half. Johnny. Um. It's probably not going to beat Vision in my eyes, but I'm really excited to see w- if it will. Um, I will read the second half of Vision, and then I will let you know what I think. Well, dude, this. you're a DC kid. I know, <laughs> I know what your answer is going to be. Uh, but I, I love this issue. It, it, it actually makes me want more. And you mentioning the blue eyes at the end is like, oh, I didn't even notice that. That's that's even better. Um, yeah, I wish I'd caught that. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I even looked back. I was like, 
she have blue eyes earlier? Yeah. Oh, I, I yeah. When I first noticed that at the very end, I went back. I was like, of course please tell me that that's <gasps> <gasps> like I stumbled upon something. Nice. Like, oh, it's probably nothing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's definitely. It's got to be something. Yeah. You don't. That's storytelling 101. You yeah. don't raise yeah. awareness to something and then not go back to it. Uh, I'm really excited for what's next. Uh, but as of now, count me all in five. Sweet. John. Oh, dang. Five. You know, after what you said about the, the death of his grandma, I, I'll say five out of five, too. That's pretty I, strong. I, I think yes. it really... I think, you know, I let y'all down. I let my <laughs> I, I let my three Johns down. <laughs> uh, I, I I think everybody knows what my my rating's gonna be. It's gonna be five. Um, this this really hooked me. Um, oh, man, I, plus like uh, me and Blake and Blaine have you know when we're hanging out we're talking we keep saying the same thing to each other it's a good time to be a dc fan it's a yeah, good time to be a dc fan definitely true. it really is um because with this out and now with metal coming out and then Next doomsday week. clock coming out my god there are so many yeah there are so many great stories that dc's telling at the moment and and, so. it, and it's with things that some people uh would uh, assume that it wouldn't work like mm-hmm. the Watchmen stuff they try to do in before Watchmen that thing was horrible now they're doing this actually good thing with Watchmen and it's getting you excited and like Dark Knight's Metal it's kind of like oh that's a weird premise but it's awesome oh man yeah it's 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 good I can't wait they're they're um, like passing through everybody's expectations yep. it's really yeah, good they're like exceeding. yes so, what would you guys rather have reviewed this week, and in place of what? Uh, instead of the Marvel comic, which I forgot what it was, Captain America. Um, <laughs> Barf. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know we're going to do this in a couple of weeks, but uh, I really just want to read Miss Marvel. It's good. And uh, I I, unfortunately, I mentioned uh, Unstoppable Wasp number eight last it week. Ended. It ended. I read it, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm crying, and it's so sad. Did and it so get good. canceled, or did it have a conclusion? Like, that was where it Jeremy Whitley intended to end it. So it looks like it most likely was canceled because Marvel hates diversity, and they suck. Um F them. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but it That's ended pretty well. Right yeah. Now. Did they say that? They said diversity. No. <laughs> anyway, uh, it ended actually really well. Jeremy Whitley uh, knocked that out of the park. Uh, it's probably my favorite book this year. That's pretty solid for yeah. it only being That's eight cool. issues. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's perfect. I wouldn't have mind. Well, that didn't come out this week, did it? No, last week. Yeah, it was last week. I'm so sad. Um, uh, I would have... I would have reviewed Secret Wars number eight just to see. Apparently, the Amazing Spider-Man tie-in was really good. Was it it's Amazing Spider-Man good coming cool? And as a great artist, Who's the there's artist? there's I'm nothing wrong. I would have swapped oh. out for friggin' Miracle Man or Mr. Miracle, Miracle Man. My God, <laughs> that came out of left field. That's an old Marvel character. Um, oh yeah, isn't that Alan Moore as well? Yeah, they reprinted the issues with original writer in the. Yeah, like cover they, or whatever. They recolored yeah. some of it. Oh god. <laughs> so, how about you, Roger? I, yeah, Spider Man. Cody had mentioned that to me today. Yeah. That uh, apparently this issue begins the fall of of Billionaire Pete. Yeah. So the reviews are like in around the nines, and they're saying like it's just really emotional and a really heartfelt ending to this secret em- or Secret Empire, is that what it's called? Yeah, the Secret Empire Titans. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, well, cool. I have I have such a problem with review sites online, and if if you guys out there, you know, know of any sites that you really think are honest, 
I would love to to know. Besides our show, like last week, it, you know? yeah. <laughs> Take the but well, here's the thing. Last week, uh, with Generations Hulk, mm-hmm. you know, I was <laughs> like, man, and maybe we covered this on last week's show. I don't know, but I was like, man, that that just was not that strong a book. They you got, know, it just. You got you got really good reviews. The lowest review I saw online was an eight, but oh most God. most of them were like nine, nine point two. When and this is IGN, Bleeding Cool, ComicBook.com. No, all of them. I could have told you all that. the all these sites. And here's the thing: I'm pretty sure that Marvel sends these sites advanced copies oh, yeah. of of these books for them to read and stuff and you know hey you know they probably want that to continue mm-hmm. so they're they're going to be very careful about bashing a book i think well i'm not in that club and, and I, have, <laughs> I have to buy these books and if i'm wasting my money i want you to know so that you don't have to waste your money and i was talking uh when i came in to pick up my pull dave came in to pick up his Dave Ramirez. Yeah, Dave Ramirez. And shout out Dave. Um and he was just he said the same thing after he listened to the podcast. He's like, I want to see what they think cuz he had read it and he's like, "Okay, we're all on the same page then cuz he felt the same exact way like nothing right. happened. He's like, this is not a good way to start off. Uh you're not putting your best foot forward with this whole generations thing if this is what you're starting with." So But also I'm sure there's stuff to like about it. Those, maybe those reviewers just well, found the it, No, like, like the thing is, it was mediocre at best, and sometimes that's worse <laughs> than bad. But, I mean... Well, the, here's, the, here's the thing. It could be... I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'll, I'll try and keep an open mind. It could be that, you know, they have a staff of a dozen to 15 people that read the different books, and then they find somebody who liked it. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's like okay, you <laughs> you write the review. You on it you now. take the one for but the team every, this every time. Every site though, that's you know, kind of weird. Know. It's weird. That, what they look, should do I, is have several reviews of varying opinions. I know well, some stat, whole, some websites do do that. that it was a review though. It's just an opinion. Like that's the thing. It was Metacritic score. I, I don't yeah. get why it's getting positive reviews. It was okay at best. But that's your opinion too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I could think it's the best thing coming out of. DC you'd, Rebirth, you know? You'd be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right. So, so yeah. I think, there. oh, wait. For the only other the only other book that I think I would have rather reviewed uh, besides Redlands would have been maybe Rose number four. See how Meredith is doing on that. Oh, yeah. Checking on her. Yeah, she got better. Did she? Well, uh, Rose oh, one was better than Wonder Woman. Stop it, Johnny. It was. Stop it right now. That Wonder well, thump Woman. Thank you. Right Dude, the writing the was not good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, trivia time. Yo. So I was assigned trivia, or I kind of like took it from Roger. Okay, yeah, I, it was just I was cool. just like, can I do Mr. Miracle trivia? Because I'm excited. Oh, of course. <laughs> that wasn't a good one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, you should see the amount of trivia that I came up with. Like, I don't know. Tell me the answer, Jonathan. Yeah. You, you uh, know I almost said She-Hulk just to mess I with know. you. I know. If you would have, I would have been like, cool, it's all good. It's like, oh, sorry, I can't do uh, you, you take it. <laughs> <laughs> but I figured like if I was alleviating the burden this week, it would have been like, sure, go for it. So and I had totally intended to like wiki the heck out of Mr. Miracle so I would know everything <laughs> about him, <laughs> and I didn't. So oh, that's I'm, awesome. I'm screwed. Okay, so there there might be some easy stuff. I just have to pick which one of these is going to be the listener. Um, so when and what comic did Mr. Miracle first appear? New Gods number four. Nope. I don't know. 
No one knows. Mr. Miracle, <laughs> yes. number one. Yes. <laughs> what year? Start off easy. Oh, I don't even know. 1977. Ooh, close. 71. Uh, Dang it. 71. You went over. That doesn't count. Mr. Miracle, number one, 1977. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where did, or, or I should say, who did Mr. Miracle get his name from? A rock. This is Wait, like Mr. Rock. Miracle or <laughs> Mr. Miracle? Or like the name, Wait, Mr. Miracle. Uh, an he escape was artist. Yes. Oh, oh sweet. Famous one, right? What was his name? I have no freaking Rudy. idea. No. I, I guess, <laughs> dude. Thaddeus Brown. Thaddeus Brown was an escape artist that when Scott Free came to Earth, he saw him performing and was like, oh, can I help you? Because I'm good at this stuff, too. <laughs> and then Dark Side sent like a bunch of people to kill Mr. Miracle. They accidentally killed Thaddeus Brown. So oh, Mr. no. Miracle, Scott Free took on the moniker of Mr. Miracle and made that That's identity movie. theft. So, uh, it's Jack Kirby in the 70s, dude. Yeah. Like, everything is bonkers fourth world. But one point for me. Half a point. Uh, come on. You didn't have the do name. do a competition. <laughs> Every week of trivia, we keep track of our points, and then at the end of the year, we win a prize. There you go. <laughs> All right, so this will be kind of like a cool. We can go around the table. Besides being a super escape artist, what other powers does Mr. Miracle have? Flight. We'll start with you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he knows how to pick a costume, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good point, but not one on my list. He's got a mother box. What else does he need? <laughs> uh, this, this is true. Uh, that's kind of teleportation. Kind of well, that goes in with the okay. The fine, box super thing. strength. He, he has new Genesis technology, so that's uh, technically okay. a power. Okay. okay. What about super strength? Um. Oh, come do on. Do I want to give it to you? Do I want to? He could fly. He, he does have enhanced. He does have it. He okay. So I'll he's, give it. To he's you. married to Big Barda. Nobody's gonna pick on him. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to you. He has new god physiology, so he he is faster, stronger. So yes, so um, what we consider strength. He's functionally immortal, he's, so he can live oh, forever because he's a new god. Uh huh. As long as no one kills him. Flight. Man, why that am falls, everything confusing? That falls under the the new god technology. He has arrow discs that he puts on his feet that can makes he fly? him fly. Dope. He cannot without those. Um, but can he fly? Intangibility. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he can become intangible. Nope. Dang it. He looks like he would be. Oh well, because he kind of looks like the Vision. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, we're not getting any of these. <laughs> All right, so okay, so he's a genius inventor. He's a master fighter. He has uh, knowledge of the anti-life equation. Mm. He has the alpha effect, which is the opposite of um, Dark Side's omega effect. So he can actually, if if he uses it, he can actually resurrect people. He can create. Oh, that's life. dope. Yeah, so he actually resurrects Big Barda when she gets killed. Oh, he, like, gets so, so like, like uh, basically, yeah. like instead of um, a dark side's Omega Remember, beams, he's like, the son of High Father. Yeah, hmm. kind of a big deal. Yeah, um, he possesses advanced technology such as mother box aero discs and a multi cube. Um, and he, the thing that enables him to do all the escaping, this is actually a listed power, is he has indomitable will. So he's a Green Lantern. So he like he's it. like he's like super Green Lantern. <laughs> so if he, so gives like up he never he gives up, it. I guess. Huh? So I guess like he never gives up or something. Yeah. Oh. He has indomitable will. Okay. Now so. who would win, him or Superman in a fight? <laughs> Dude, they wouldn't fight. Versus we're, Goku. We're, we're done doing heroes fighting <laughs> heroes. 
We're done with this. Mr. Miracle. Actually, yeah. didn't you guys catch in the issue Clark went to go check on him? I didn't read the issue. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he did. God dang it, Matt. They're friends. They're not going to fight. Friends fight all the time. I thought he was making that up. Like, maybe it was a <laughs> trick in his mind. Clark maybe really didn't show up. Maybe. I just, like, I would like... Superman would check on him. It's Clark. He would. Um, okay, let me let me see here. Let me see here. Let me see here. Uh, what? Okay, so Jack Kirby when he was when he came over to DC, mm-hmm. he had what was essentially called the the, the Fourth World Saga. Yes. Okay, and it went across four books. Okay, what were the four books? Mister Miracle. New Gods. Um, Command. Or- Orion. Nope. Wildstorm. Nope. Really? <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on. So um, you got two. Um, Mr. Miracle, New Gods. Superman. What other? Big Barda. I don't know. You're actually close. <laughs> Action Comics. Le- Legion of Superheroes. <laughs> nope. Stormwatch. Nope. That's Wildstorm. Is that it? Was, that was, and that was in the 90s. Okay. My bad. Um, Supergirl? Nope. Super nope. You'll never <laughs> get it. That, the Superman was the only thing that you're going to get. Crypto, the super dog. No, Dang it. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Early I quit. give up. Oh, hold on. Johnny, nope. up. Yeah, I give yeah. up, dude. So, for, uh, Forever People? Oh, yes. The third one? Uh-huh. Challengers of the Unknown. And, no. <laughs> Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. Uh, Dang it. Uh, oh, I know. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> That was part that that series was part of Jack Kirby's Fourth World. That doesn't make any sense. It wow. doesn't, but it's awesome. <laughs> wow. So, um, and that's that was one of the ways that they used to integrate more of the New Gods into the DC universe what by giving people a, fa- a familiar starting ground. Uh, basically, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Olsen, you know forever people was there. Oh, okay. How about this? <laughs> um, Jesus, I can relate to it. Okay, so last one for you guys, and then I'll throw out the, the listener question. Sweet. Um, so a lot of those, the Jack Kirby never actually officially got to finish the Fourth World Saga because mm-hmm. books started sales started to drop off, so they canceled the books. Bummer. Um, so I think in the eighties, close to Crisis mm. on Infinite Earths, I think around there, so like he did a book that was considered kind of to be an ending to his Fourth World Saga. Do you guys know what the title of that book was? It was called Mr. Miracle Number no. One. <laughs> it was not. Mr. Um, Miracle Number Twelve. It was called Matt's really crappy at guessing this. <laughs> I don't know like any of the non-regular DC stuff. <laughs> it yeah, was called. World is obscure. You guys want it? Yeah. Um, it was called The Hunger Dogs. Strange, yeah, not yeah. in a million years, dude. No. I went deep on trivia. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, so no, it's good. Yeah, impalements, <laughs> all impalements. Okay, so listener question. I I saved an easier one for the listeners so that they didn't have to go as deep into wiki and all that stuff. Um, there is actually a real life human being that Jack Kirby knew, or kind of knew, that he based Mr. Miracle off of. Who was that person? David nice. Blaine. No, who did? <laughs> Please stop saying it. <laughs> so if you want to uh, participate in this week's trivia, All-Star Comic, what is it? Contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com. Yes. Right. Um, and, and send in your answer. And do we need to do for uh, last week's? Yeah, we're going to do for last week's. So, okay. Um, last week's trade uh, was Midnighter and Apollo. And the winner of that. Is David Rivas? Yay! Again? I know. <laughs> Random numbers. He's he was the like, guy that suggested, "Hey, he you should in, do it this way." And he's won every week. What he? Because he, he came in the day after. He was like, "I can't believe I won again." I'm like, ah, you know. Random number generator. So, okay, and the, the comics 
from last week go to David Modell. Cool. Hey, David Modell. Thanks for playing. Yeah, yeah. I just put in how many contestants are, and I hit generate, and it gives me random yeah. numbers. And don't get discouraged. Anybody has a chance to win, so please send Every week. Keep, keep, yeah, keep yeah, sending keep your sending answers. In. Play with us. Yes. So remind me to send you the answer to that question. I think the easier the question, the more people would reply. That one's pretty easy. It's a <laughs> short Google search. <laughs> so, Johnny. Yeah. Yo. And remember, yeah, you've got oh no, you've got all week to, to respond. What was the question? So, um, who, uh, so Midnighter can predict uh, oh. people's moves. What What's is the one DC character that yes. could? And it it's dumb. Well, it is yeah. not dumb. It's dumb. It makes sense. It's, it's dumb, Joker. dude. Joker. Yeah, it's Joker. It was the Joker. Oh, yeah. Dick Grayson. <laughs> Dick Grayson. Look at that ass, you know? <laughs> All right, Johnny. Yes. Pitch us this week's graphic novel. Yes. Uh, anxiety kicking in. Yes. All right. I'm ready. So uh, we read She-Hulk uh, Volume 1, I believe, uh, called Deconstructed by uh, who's the uh, Mariko Tamaki, and the artist is Nico Leon. Uh, also, um, ish, what? Mariko Tamaki is Canadian. We just looked that up. Yeah. <laughs> um, she also wrote a great Supergirl miniseries called Supergirl huh? Being Super. There she also go. worked on a Lumberjanes one-shot. Great. Did she? Yeah. She's really good. I think it's yeah, called Larry, Larry raved about that Supergirl series. It's good. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, not no hyperbole from me. That's, it was a solid read. So, yes, uh, basically the story of this, uh, well, story um, is Jennifer Walters after uh, the second Civil War, the second superhero <laughs> Civil War. Um, you know, she was fatally wounded in like issue one or two. Uh, so yeah. she was by so a missile from issue. War Machine. I, it was zero, yeah. Was yeah. Zero oh, was it zero? Yeah. Oh, weird. By War Machine. Um, <laughs> yeah. So she gets put in. Well, no, she's lame. Okay. <laughs> She's uh, she's in a coma. Sorry, I can't get over that. And Sorry. when she wakes up, she finds out that uh, her cousin, which is the Hulk, uh, Bruce Banner, has been kind of executed by Hawkeye. So this book kind of follows the aftermath of uh, those events. And, ha yes, her having to deal with uh, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. And how, um, you know, she she's – it kind of like – she doesn't turn into the She-Hulk up on the uh, kind of oh, like so they the never last explained why all of a sudden she's back to normal and can't. So that's the thing. So um, back to the very end. yes, because uh, she's trying not to hulk out because she you has know, fears. She's yeah, she anxious. has fears. She's she's uh, she has anxiety and she doesn't. I mean, I gathered that, but mm -hmm. that that was the one thing that I was kind of like. Mm. Th I always understood it as Jen was always she Hulk, which is why she like you know didn't like rage out or whatever she was able to yeah but that's why she was always in hulk mode like but she that's couldn't why turn back yeah she feels like she can't control it anymore and she doesn't want it to control her and that's why especially with bruce dying yes because he he wasn't hulk anymore no and they still killed him yes and um it's in the last issue that she finally because ex uh, throughout the the graphic novel they're they're trying she's trying to convince her convince herself that everything's okay everything's okay everything's gonna be fine and then uh at the last issue when she finally accepts that things are not okay and you know uh she can deal with them that's when she has you know the kind of like strength and willpower to turn into uh the she hulk uh i just always understood as jen was like stuck in that form yeah well no i don't think oh, she's no, stuck in that no, no not at all no, no she no? I think well she, no, she was never it. stuck a lot of times she stayed in that yeah. form yeah, just because well, everything that i ever saw her and she was always she hulk I, yeah. I that's the first time i think i've seen 
her as like a normal no, person. No, but she can she like can that turn. before the accident, basically that turned. She, her I, I think she stays in the She-Hulk form so she can like not. Well, yeah, but also like show people that you know it's okay that she can be She-Hulk and be a civilized person. Um, but in this, she doesn't want to be that because she's afraid. You know, she she's afraid that she might not uh, be able to, to control herself, and she's afraid that you know what happened to Bruce uh, is going to happen to her. And she's dealing with this uh, post traumatic stress because every she has a lot of triggers. Um, you know, with the word Hawkeye and uh, Bruce and things like that, uh, and Hulk. It's just it. it sh- um, t- um, what's her name? The writer, Tamaki. Uh, yeah, Mariko Tamaki. Tamaki did a really good job in uh, portraying uh, like her with up that anxiety. Yes, and, and even the first issue, she's having so much trouble yeah. just trying to get out of the apartment. And yeah. and she does a really good job in in portraying uh, you know uh, Jen with post traumatic stress disorder. So I like Tamaki's writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a couple issues with this book. Yeah, uh, none none. Huh? Did you choose this book? Yeah. Oh well, why don't you tell us that first, and then I'll talk about what I what I have issues with. And <laughs> he's gonna rage on it. No, no, no. I actually I actually did like, like uh, this, but I I do have some qualms that I want to air. Well, one reason I really it just stuck with me as soon as I read the first issue that whole anxiety of her yeah. just struggling with Wa- getting watching out. the cooking videos yeah, and, and all like, that. I'm a therapist, and I deal with all that type of stuff. I deal with people. So with this kind of hit home for I you. I have a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought that was this show. Yeah. Same thing, John. Okay. Not sorry. Same thing. <laughs> so, okay. a lot of the things that we was talking about during the first issue, it kind of, you know, it's what we're taught and in my schooling and like everything I know is like, okay, she has anxiety. Oh, you know what? What do we tell people with anxiety? You know, how, watch something that's fun. And she watches this baking yes. thing, and I was just like, man, that hits home because uh-huh. that. That's what I tell my clients sometimes is like, do something that you like. Yeah. And in this one, she, uh, Patsy Walker is like, hey, are you watching your yeah. uh, your cooking shows? But also, like, Jen hates it. But yeah. It's, it, but she's she told it. that it's, it calms her it down. It calms her down. It was like, I think because she had to choose, like, a video or something mm-hmm. like that, and she decided that that's the one that calms her down, too. Yeah. And I think just the first issue alone reeled me in. I was like, man, they're, they're just getting that anxiety. So, and she's like, okay, you know what? I got my clothes on. Okay, I'm going to take the first step outside. Okay, I'm outside. And then now she's in her, she's at work and she's having trouble because she's not in her Hulk form. Yeah, so everyone's like, oh, hey, uh, is everything okay? You know, everyone's like acting weird around her because she's not in her Hulk form. And there's a lot of mirrors and all that. Yes. Or like glares. And she sees herself as Jen, Jen Walters. Yeah. And she's just like. But also like when she first goes into her office, uh, you're seeing things from her perspective mm-hmm. and what she sees is everyone's looking at her. Yeah. And that's causing uh, her to get, get more anxiety. Yeah. Uh, I, I really enjoyed this. Even book. in the elevator. Let the man finish, sorry, Johnny. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Even <laughs> in the elevator. It's the yeah. same thing. Like the elevator's like all uh, like mirrored and everyone's looking at her and she's like, oh. She starts like freaking out and she starts having like this panic attack and mm-hmm. everyone leaves the elevator and she like smashes the elevator button because she was hulking out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it just, I really enjoyed it because the whole anxiety stuff and PTSD and I felt it's like, you know, say you know nothing about PTSD. This is, you know, this is something nice to read to be like, oh, you know what? Just all, all her, all her internal dialogue is mm-hmm. really well. And I think the writer did really well. Yeah. Do you that. think this book would be good for people who are suffering from PTSD or anxiety? I think it might hit home with them. Kind of like 
in my idea, this would be this is my thought process. It's kind of like you know, She-Hulk. She's She-Hulk. She's like badass. She's so strong, and someone like her can have PTSD. Yes. You yeah. know, like okay, well, you know what? Maybe it's okay that I have PTSD. Right. Yeah. Um, one of the things uh, when I have like uh, panic attacks and I deal with my anxiety, it's um, I always feel like even with all the people surrounding me that love me, I always feel alone and mm-hmm. I feel like eternal dread. And it's this it's this feeling of that you're in this pit that you can't get out of and you can never get out of no matter who helps you. Uh, and yeah. you feel like you're alone. But when reading this, you're like, oh, she's one of the coolest, strongest per- people in, you know, the Marvel Universe. And she's going through this, too. And, you know, uh, with uh, throughout the book, you know, she has Patsy Walker and that girl that's trying to write a story about her, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and she's she's not alone. And it kind of reminds me like that, you know, I'm not alone either. And yeah, and I it really, you know, struck a chord with me because. Um, uh, I I don't talk about it a, a lot, but it I, I feel the same way sometimes. Mm. Uh, w- w- like right now, just talking about it is giving me anxiety. I'm a, yeah, a little cool. shaky. Um, but I think it's we're all watching you, yeah. Johnny. <laughs> Please don't stop looking. Uh, stop looking. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah. this book is extremely well written. I I I think I really like Tamaki as a writer. This is the second thing I've written by her. She does internal monologues really well. Yeah, I really like because in the that. Supergirl book, same thing. A lot of the internal monologues are spot on of what you think like a 16 year old superhero would be like like in a real setting. Because that was the whole point of like Supergirl being super. She it's this take that she's just this girl living on a farm. It's like a teenager. Basically, she doesn't yeah. have the suit. She hasn't met Clark yet. She's trying to figure out who she is, kind of thing. And um, so Tamaki does a really good job with that kind of stuff. The art in this book's really good for the yeah, the, the story that um, she's telling. I, it, Nico Leon. Yes. Yeah. And um, for the second issue, I believe it was someone else. Oh my God, Dal Dalabor Talagic, Talagis. Let me see. I butchered that, I'm sure. But yeah, my, I'm not doing this. Tal- my, Dalibor Talajik? Yeah. My qualms with this, this graphic novel says She-Hulk. The mm. actual issues Hulk. all say Hulk. Oh, yeah. bummer. That is stupid. Yeah. Okay? That is a majorly stupid thing to do on Marvel's part. Sorry. If you want it to be the Hulk, then put Bruce Banner in there, whatever. It should be She-Hulk to avoid confusion, okay? Don't label it Hulk on all well, the things. Well, that's what I was thinking, that she was going to take over yeah, the and label. I, and then in Generations, I was thinking, like, okay, it's going to be She-Hulk and the old Hulk. But it's actually yeah, totally not. awesome and yeah. incredible. Yeah, that's yeah. a huge bummer. I, I, that, I, that I didn't me, know that, but yeah. That, to me, is stupid. And if you want Jen to be the Hulk, then that's fine. But there should have been, like, they shouldn't have done that and then done this. I didn't even realize that, yeah. Well, that's just Marvel making shit up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, even six and seven are. Yeah, 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 especially if you want this book to succeed, you don't go changing the name. Like, they did this with that uh, movie. um, Yes, Edge of Tomorrow. So it's like the the graphic novel and manga is All You Need Is Kill. They changed it to Edge of Tomorrow. Then they changed it to Live, Die, Repeat, which is like, really? Do you want this to succeed? Like, it it still succeeded, though. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, it seems like you kind of don't want it to. So second qualm, okay, excellent book, well written, a lot to love about this. It is a slow burn. 
she doesn't even turn into the Hulk until issue six. Like, or Hulk out, I should say. Yeah. Now, if I'm reading a Hulk series, and this is just from, like, uh, outside of the whole PTSD thing. Because that is... What's the title of the... Deconstructed. I get it. I get it. But <laughs> did it say that on the cover of the single issues? It says Hulk. No. Okay, nah, it doesn't say deconstructed anywhere in there. It doesn't say that this was what we're going to do, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. I'm approaching this as like a new reader. I'm like, yeah, I want Hulk smash. That's what I'm signing up for, right? That's what we typically read a Hulk book for, okay? It takes six issues before you actually see Jen in her full Hulk form. There's a lot of payoff with that. There thing, is. Because the whole, I actually the whole really thing love with that, that was, was her basically becoming comfortable with herself and who she is and, yeah, fi- yeah. and the monster that that she ends up fighting is her her fear or it preys on her greatest fears yeah you know yeah she literally um, fights her she fears. has to yep. face her fears and i and and part of part of that fear is her becoming the hulk you know but now i and i think that she she embraces um, who she is, and you know, as long with her, her flaws, her anxieties, her, you know, her hangups, and saves the day. Yeah, yeah, because in every issue, she's like slowly turning into the Hulk, like fighting the off the transformation. Like, yeah, there's no shortage of of you know broken things. Yeah, yeah. from her, so, you know, holding. And back. I get, I get all of that. I get mm-hmm. all of that. It's a great story. I'm, and I'm not. But I think away. if you were to read issue one, I think. I think you would have. I think off. you would have realized yeah. that it's going to be. Because I read this in one sitting. Okay. I had to because I got it on. I, I got it's it on. It's actually a pretty quick read. And it is a quick read. It's for six issues. It's a thin book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoyed it. I don't want to be mis- misinterpreted here, like as saying it sucks or anything like that. But to me, like, what. If you're expecting a Hulk book, like a, a, the typical Hulk fare of Hulk smash, don't you know you wouldn't like me when I'm angry? You know all of that stuff. That's not this book. Like if you were to see the cover, which yes, shows especially with the Hulk. cover where she's smashing something. She's yeah. like in between. Which is a great cover. I really like this cover. Yeah, I think too. that's a variant actually. But uh, it's I think my so. my favorite are are the regular comic covers. Yeah, yeah I think it's, that is a variant. Yeah, it's a variant. The number one cover is number one. Yeah, the number one's great. So cool. It's a second variant by Elizabeth Tork. So there's there's some some stuff to love, but I mean, I just with the confusion of the title, Mm. with the fact that I don't think anybody was was expecting this kind of slow burn up to this climax, which was still done really well. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, You know that that. That was some stuff that I had issues with. I was I like, understand. okay, you, like, you you, know, I want to pick up a Hulk one. Oh, this is She-Hulk. She looks pretty. And don't get me wrong, mad. I like Jen, but once again, we're not getting this until issue six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that was my thing. It's a, it's Marvel's classic kind of false advertising almost that we've kind of talked about a little bit last week. That classic false advertising. Yeah, because <laughs> you see that awesome cover and then you open it up, you're like, what? I just did that with all new Wolverine. Well, I don't use on the cover, but it's <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing more disappointing than that. So anyway, those were my issues. It, besides that, um, really fascinating kind of look into a character like of the Hulk, like a like, mental stability yeah. type of deal. Like, yeah, I really. That's why I really like it. Just the mental health is. Yeah, some of it's my like really hits home. Uh, some of my actually favorite like superhero comics are the ones that you probably don't like Jonathan where they don't do a lot of like superhero action stuff like the vision they he doesn't really do a lot of saving it's kind of like a more of a um, you know 
uh, story at home of his yep. family. It's a and look inside. Yeah, and I really, really enjoy those type of uh, books. And I think that's why I really enjoyed this because I'm like, oh, we're not even going to see Hulk until probably like the climax. And I'm okay with that because it, it was told very well. And, and it, it I showed, like, that, that's yeah. how, you know, she was... Uh, Kind of coping how she yep. was dealing with her stress and the the villain in this the the brune um was yeah. it sarah uh, uh was um i don't know her last name was brune i just yeah. remember because the yeah. cot like I think it's like, like sarah coffee brune. sarah brune <laughs> Not brown <laughs> yeah the the <laughs> you feel for her yeah tamaki does a good job making you feel for her mm-hmm. having everything taken away and becoming this person yeah. that uses fear and all that stuff so there's a lot of great stuff in this but you know, if you if you're looking for a Hulk smash kind of action book, this is not it. Check if you're looking, if you're looking for, you know, the typical Bruce Banner Rage Hulk, this is not it. This is a really different kind of fascinating look into like the title says, deconstructed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, into Jen and her coping with everything that happened, Civil War Two. I think this is one of the best Hulk books we've had in a long while. Do you guys want to do some star ratings? Oh, I mean, I picked it. You so picked I, it, I, so it's I a favorite. I do, like, 5-5. Five, five. This, is, this is one of my favorites. Cool. Roger? Uh, four stars for me. I thought it was a really strong book. I absolutely love this book and the issues that it deals with, so five. Uh, with the, the two things that I mentioned, knocks it down a little bit, so I'm going to say four. But I mean a strong four. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing to really dislike about this book. Yeah. It's just not... I think what people would expect going into it, and I think that's something to be yeah. aware of. And then the stupid title thing. Yeah, yeah. art's just great too. That, yeah, like the art's really good. Decision on the title. Yeah, like, that's, that's dumb. Mean. They should have just called it Hulk. Well, I yeah. wonder what is it so. the totally awesome Hulk? That's is that his trademark? Yeah, yeah. Is that what his yeah. trademark? Yeah, yeah his trade paperbacks. Oh, okay. Totally awesome Hulk. Mm-hmm. Well, did they should easily just take. Please Hulk tell back. me this. Oh, this thing didn't continue, did it? Like it's still continuing. Oh, is it still going? It's on issue seven, I think. I think it came out. Didn't it come out today? Wait, is this like well, I have brand new, new? Like really? No, issue seven. I think it's a couple of weeks. Oh, but it's this like is recent. a fairly new series. Oh, yeah. sweet! Yeah, it just yeah, yeah. started. It just started. Oh, I'm no, so glad. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because I really liked it. I, I want to read more. January? Yeah. Not that long. Ago. All right, we're gonna go over to some previews. I'm going to read through this short. list. It's another short list because it's a five Wednesday week. No, it's or not. not? I mean, sorry, five. <laughs> Five Wednesday month, right? Yeah. Five Wednesday week? Yeah, that'd be weird. How does that even work? Physics. But it's not the fifth Wednesday. Yes, it's not. It's physics. Exactly. Jonathan. That's what I was saying. Like, just dumb stuff. <laughs> um, all right. From Marvel Comics next week, we have All New Guardians of the Galaxy, number eight. Amazing Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows, number 10. Astonishing X-Men, number two. Generation X, number five. Generations Wolverine and All New Wolverine, number one. And that's what we're going to be reviewing. Um... Is that actually like the like the six one six Wolverine? Yeah. Or is that Logan, old man Logan, Logan and Laura? Yeah. How are they gonna make <laughs> like, that work? Like yeah. actual back Logan, in time, dude. Yeah. Logan. How are they gonna make that work? Well, they I just go back in time. Oh God, I'm. Gonna gonna Logan is still technically <laughs> around. He's just. I know. I I'm just. Pretty sure he's still alive under that adamantium. <laughs> I'm really angry. Yeah. Um, Invincible Iron Man number ten, Mighty Thor number twenty two, Spider Man two number two of five. Hey Bendis, good job. You got two out. <laughs> um, Star Wars number 34 Star Wars Poe Dameron number 18 Totally Awesome Hulk number 22 And that's a WMD tie-in uh, X-Men uh, Weapons of Mutant Destruction Oh, oh mutant uh, X-Men Blue number 9 And that's a Secret Empire tie-in uh, And that's it for Marvel Comics From DC Comics we have Aquaman number 27 Get on that Stepan Zajic art yes. uh, Batman number 29 
Batwoman number six, and the thing we've all been anticipating. The one and only. Dark Knight's Metal number one of six comes out next week, and I am hyped. Yeah, Johnny's going to be arm wrestling. I am. Yes! <laughs> we'll arm wrestle Johnny. I have a question about that. You can have people sign something, or are you just going to let them do it? Well, Why would I need them to sign something? If you're it's okay. Teresa you know, asked me the same question. I just want to know. In the shop? <laughs> I don't know. Are you worried that Johnny's bones are going to snap? Yeah, I'm <laughs> <worried>. <laughs> I've seen videos of arm wrestling and someone's arm just snap. Yes, oh, okay. I don't want that to happen you to know, Johnny. Okay, Teresa said the same thing, and here was my response to Teresa. Okay, because those yeah. guys, those guys <laughs> are pretty gnarly. Okay, the thing in order to snap your arm. The amount of resistance that you would have to to put up would uh-huh. have to exceed the like the resistance that your bone could take. Yeah. So okay, just give up. I'm not sure there's anybody in the shop outside of maybe Ian. Ian's pretty strong. Yeah. He's yeah, he's oh, pretty buff. Ian. But I don't know that there's anybody that's that gonna would snap be. <laughs> yeah, Larry. So Ian, please don't snap my arm. Yeah, if if bad shit happens, I'll drive you to urgent care. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> not emergency. <laughs> Urgent. <laughs> right. You're not good enough for emergency. It's just being a baby. His bones T- are fine. Tia one is only three hours away. Okay. <laughs> so cool. yeah. So yeah. Uh, like you said, we're having like this. Whoa, big whoa, event. whoa, whoa! We'll talk about that news. Hang on. Okay. Get through this Sweet. list. Um, so we have after that DC Comics Bombshells number 33 Future Quest Presents number 1 Green Arrow number 29 Green Lanterns number 29 Justice League number 27 Nightwing 27 Super Sons number 7 Superman 29 Trinity number 12 Wonder Woman 28 Good week um, from Indie Comics, we have Descender number 23, I Hate Fairyland number 15, Invincible number yeah. 139. Yeah. And that's what we're reviewing, and it's going to hurt because the last issue was... Every issue for the next six issues we're going to review. You should let painful. me borrow the compendiums. Pain- did you read it? Yeah. I don't remember Dude. what happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. I remember. Kind of bad. <laughs> uh, then we have Neil Gaiman, American Gods, Shadows. Number six, Rat Queens, number five, Johnny. Yeah. Southern Bastards, number 17, and TMNT Dimension X, number three. Isn't that Chris Johnson's issue? No, he's oh, actually no. on four. Oh, that worked out then. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, from graphic novels, we have Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, trade paperback, volume three, The Quest for Hope, which is Rebirth. Uh, lock and Key, uh, Heaven and Earth, Deluxe Hardcover Edition. That's new! Is that new? Yes! What is it? So I don't know. I'm getting it. It's probably well, like a, like eventually. Hopefully. Maybe? No, no, it's actually yeah. a new story. Oh, it's oh, a oh. new story? Yeah. Like in a lock, deluxe hardcover? Yeah, like the the one back there, uh, Lock and Key something. What? Oh, is right it a original graphic it. novel? This? Uh, no. Small World. Small World. Oh, this? Yeah. It's, that's, like, oh. it's like an original graphic novel. Yeah, it's original oh, story. Okay. So Joe Hill's still playing in that universe. Yes. It's real um, good. Okay, so Planet of the Apes Archive hardcover number uh, volume one. Unbelievable Gwenpool trade paperback volume three, totally in continuity. Dear God. Hey, dude, it's actually a really good book. <laughs> you wouldn't like it, though. No, I would not. <laughs> um, and next week, we are going to be reviewing Daredevil Yellow. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Mark Calendars. Ryan. Ryan from Hydrogenic Yeah, heads up. The podcast is, is going to tape an hour, or excuse me, a, 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 day, a day earlier. Early. We might as well talk about what we're doing next week. Yeah. Because this is the news section now. So, yeah. So, metal number one, we're doing a midnight launch for it, and so we decided to go since we're going to be reviewing metal, um, that we would go ahead and move the podcast to Tuesday, 
Um, yeah, live then podcast. Have some fun. So no, we'll yeah, be live. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah, but every the shop's going to be open. That's so people mean. can yeah. people can come in and hang out with us and and watch Similar the show. Similar to our fiftieth episode, yeah, right? Um, the the episode will yeah. still be up maybe around one in the morning. Yeah, we'll probably do some live streaming. Johnny of it. I'm be on top of that. Uh, yeah, Instagram. Yeah, so you know, keep keep an eye on on our Facebook and Instagram, and and uh, we may do some live streaming. But then after that, uh, we're gonna do arm wrestling because that's metal. Because it's metal, and we're gonna wait for our call from Scott Snyder. I, I know. Don't, don't hold your breath. I'm I, I'm not. I I I hope. I mean, he's he sounded pretty serious about it. So we'll see. Oh, I guarantee you he um, is. It's just how many shops that man can call. Yeah, and where he lives? New York. Oh, okay. So he's on the East he's Coast. He's on the East Coast. Oh, so he is on the East Coast. So it'll be 9 o'clock for us when... Yeah. Well, how does he do the the DC Writers Workshop thing? He flies out to Burbank. Yeah, yeah. he does fly out for to For like Burbank. three months? Oh, no. It's he does 13 that, weeks. He does that online. Oh. If I'm not oh. mistaken. You stalking him? He's Skyping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the oh, dude, I'm all up in that business. Yeah. <laughs> I know what's going on. All right. On. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. I'm fairly yeah. certain it's New York. He's yeah. on the East Coast. Yeah. Well, we're going to have, uh, we're gonna have uh, a local band here do a set. Uh, Post Nothing is going to be in-house. Um, they're going to be playing about 1130. We'll have the, the metal number ones drop at midnight. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, we're going to... We have a one in a hundred um, metal number one black and white. Yeah, we're gonna raffle that off. Ooh. We're gonna get super lit. And didn't, so didn't we're you probably say not. The midnight variants. Johnny will probably be sold at midnight. Midnight variants yeah. only at midnight. So you have yeah. to be here to get a midnight variant. Yeah. Oh baby, I. My, I hope I hope I'm gonna have enough. My variant I, craze with this series has gone yeah, off the dudes. charts. <laughs> I, I normally avoid variants. Yeah, I don't pay you as not a, on this one. No. <laughs> I've been giving me all the variants for this one. It could it, I could just still be riding the high from sitting yeah. through that panel at Comic Con with, with looking Scott. at this poster every and day and looking at that freaking poster every day. Um, but I have been like on all the variants for that series. So me yeah. and Blake. <laughs> dude, yeah, dude, I have never seen you this excited for anything ever. Oh, uh, yeah. just wait. Till wait, doomsday, till, yeah. <laughs> wait till doomsday clock comes yeah. out i will freaking be beside myself there will be two hosts on this show both me um <laughs> something something else i need to throw out there because i i got a i got a post from dc today too jonathan the um the metal tour shirt shirt that yeah. you got at con um DC is actually going to make those available to retailers. Oh. FOC is Monday. Get on it. So if if anybody out there listening wants a uh, a metal, it's a... It's the promo art of Batman holding the battle axes if you've been online. Right. And then, and then with, on the back, all the tie-ins are listed like tour dates. I will wear yeah. it oh, next that's week. Pretty so dope. It looks like yeah. a concert shirt. It looks like a concert yeah. shirt, like oh, a metal concert sweet. shirt. Yeah. And it says metal on it. Um, so I, pretty, I am. It's pretty metal. I'm pretty much only going to do those by special order. If you want one, um, text me, email me, hit me up in the shop. Uh, FOC is Monday. That means my, the last day that I can put in an order for these I is will, Monday. We're closed on Sunday and Monday. So text me. I will post email me. Put it a up on Facebook. On my Instagram. Yeah. If people want to see it. 
uh, in case they, they're curious. Uh, I will also be wearing it Tuesday night for when we do of the course. metal review. Yeah. I, yeah, I have to. I si- have to. <laughs> sizes are medium to 2X and 1995 for everything but the 2X is 2195 so if you want a if you want a metal shirt, I have no idea when they're coming out. I assume that they've got him, you know, they've got him ready to go. So, so it'll be, I imagine, within uh, within a month. Yeah, that we'd probably soft. be able to get them. So, um, it's like a Hanes heft, like a hefty shirt. It's so, it's a it's a not a cheap shirt. Like it it mid range. Yeah, not bad. I mean, I would like it if it was like thinner and softer, but I'm not going to complain because the silk screen is really good on it. So <laughs> it's not cheap. It, the I colors think you, are nice. Too, I think yeah. you have to have something a little sturdier like that to get like yeah. a good screen. So. Well, it's done by Graffiti Designs. Yeah, and they do so, and they good do work. great oh, shirts. Okay, yeah, they, so it's pretty good. Yep. So all right, other news. The big news this week, besides metal and our whole like shindig that we're doing, is Netflix. Oh yeah. Bot. Miller World or Millar World. Oh, really? Yeah. Netflix bought all of Millar World. Jeez. So expect to see a lot of bonkers TV shows coming out on Netflix over the next couple years. All of his IP. I think Mark Millar probably was wringing his hands all the way to the bank. Like, (laughs) hey, dude, I finally watched Kingsman. It's pretty good. Uh, Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, it's a really good movie. The trailers look real bad, but the movie's actually pretty good. It's a great movie. I think. I think that might be one of the better Mark Millar-inspired movies. What other ones are there? Kick-Ass. Kick huh? Kick-Ass. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, there was one other, wasn't there? Another Wanted. 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 Wanted actually was better than the comic. I kind of yeah. hope they do Starlight. <laughs> I love Starlight. They probably will. Anyways. I like Chrononauts. Chrononauts is actually good, good yeah. too. That would that make a funny. great Chrono? short, like... Uh, Netflix like a short one, you it's know? Like, Just like time astronauts. Imagine like a bro. Imagine <laughs> Maverick and Goose from Top Gun exactly. as time travelers. <laughs> I have no idea who those are. Oh <laughs> my God, Johnny! Culture yourself. Even if you've Top never Gun. Seen Top Gun. You should know the characters. What's Top are. Gun? No, I'm gonna he's he's got to be. Is, is, that, is that like the Continue. car thing? I hope you're no, just trolling me here. I'm going to smack <laughs> No, I swear, I swear. Okay, yeah, Chrononauts would be no great. Anyway, <laughs> Sean Gordon Murphy did the yeah. art on it. So. Ooh, yeah, I sweet. remember now. Yeah. I, just did, I thought you meant it as a TV show. I was like, wait, it's already shown. Well, I mean, if they like yeah. if they make a TV it, show yeah. out of it, yeah. 12 episodes or whatever. Show? That'd be cool. Dude, you could do eight episodes. Six or eight episodes would be perfect for that. It was only four or five issues. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, um, that's huge. Uh, like I said, I'm sure Mark Millar just, yeah. yeah. Can we go around and see everyone guess how much that deal cost? They think that deal Millions. Cost? <laughs> I say like 500 million. Millions. Yeah, that's Sorry, way no, too really high. that much? I think Dang. So that's way too high. Not 500 million. I think it's like definitely in the 10. millions. I think it's like 10. 10. I don't my know. Guess, my, my, my guess was a minimum low 10 figure. So, yeah. I mean. So it's like an airplane 15, movie? 1520. It's like an airplane movie? When did what? they do the purchase? Top Gun? Oh my god. John. Dude, I have no idea what it I'm is. I'm going to send you the trailer. Okay. Like this week. I wonder if it's like because Disney wants to do their own streaming service. Yeah, so I wonder if, if they're, they're taking the kind of Defenders and you know all that Marvel stuff out. Well, the thing too is I, I think oh, okay. that Netflix would rather not do the option thing where they, you know, they get some rights. They want ownership yeah. like mm-hmm. Disney has with Star Wars. Can you imagine so, like a oh, so it's not Netflix even licensed, it's just bought. They no, own they the own like a Netflix Millar theme park World. Now. Wow. <laughs> Stop it. Let's not Which go obviously, you know, I mean that has cuz Millar World is is you know a, a product of Millar's work and and I assume that the contracts will have him continuing 
Yeah, to, I was wondering to put out stories. But didn't we always for, say like his comics at this point are yeah. just auditions? They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're all pitches. They're all pitches. They're all pitches. So I mean, that's all he cares about at this point. That's why they're, I said yeah, he, he was bringing his hands though. all the way to the bank. Like he, that, I guarantee you, he was looking for something like. That. I think like yeah. Reborn is like gonna be a TV yeah, show yep, or something like that. Option. Yep. Yeah. Nemesis because Steve McNiven. Yeah. I think even Starlight was like uh, optioned or something. I guarantee you, everything will end up being a short series. Or even a movie, or, or even like yeah. a Netflix movie, because Netflix is still doing their own movies yeah. too. Yeah. So that's the huge news this week. Other news is uh, Ryan Reynolds tweeted out uh, Josh Brolin as Cable, <laughs> which has been met with some positive and some negative from the staff <laughs> on this cool. staff or the, the 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 personnel on the podcast. He looks pretty um, cool. I think he looks cool. Yeah. He's not as big as Cable. Well, nobody can be be well, drawn like too, freaking. Though. Uh, Rob Liefeld. It's gonna be good. Uh, yeah. The Rock, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that man's already in everything. No, guy. dude. Like, look at Rob Liefeld's art of Cable. Nobody's oh, that yeah, big. Nobody's that big. The Rock. And that no, just, not even. He doesn't really have small legs though, and no feet. So yeah. looks like dumpster uh, divers I, I in like the thirty first century. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they they gave him a bunch of pouches. Yeah. Yeah. So I dumb. still I still think friggin' what's his face would have been the better choice, but I'm okay with Brolin being I do too. No, no, I know you're face? talking about um, Lundgren. Are, yeah. Dolph Lundgren. No, oh, the, no, 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 that's not the other guy. Video? Dolph Lundgren would be too, but there was another guy that was in the running. Yeah. I know what you got. The dude from Avatar? No. No. Yeah, uh yeah, that's the guy I'm thinking of. Oh. Uh, I think is it? It's like the I don't know. I didn't be the bad guy in all the other avatars. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, and then one final little little piece of actual comic book news. I forgot. This actually got announced at Comic-Con. But for anybody that's been reading Scott Snyder's run on Batman knows that Duke Thomas has kind of been a character that's been in and around Snyder's running uh, or run of Batman. Um, He's going to get his own series um, with Batman called The Signal. And he's got like an actual like they've. If you read the casting, you know that Duke Thomas is a metahuman, and is he's it? yeah, oh, no, like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't um, someone go on Twitter saying that he's not metahuman? Oh no, he's a metahuman <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so he's gonna he's got a costume re- slight redesign by Cully Hamner that's out. Yeah, he still has like the the helmet, like the biker oh, helmet, yeah. and the, like the the d- ye- the yellow and black drastic c- color palette swap. <laughs> um, but uh, essentially, the whole point of Duke is he's going to be the hero uh, of Gotham in the day. So hence his name, the Signal. Who's writing it? Who knows? Snyder with it's somebody with Snyder. So Snyder's going to I think kind of help plot, plot in yeah. the beginning, but it's somebody else, and I think it's another one of his students. Timian. No, Higgins. no, it's new, no. new. Okay. Um, I don't remember the name. That's why I think it's one of his students, because huh. that's how he got Tynan in. Yeah. Um, and that's how he got King in. King well, was it? Kyle Higgins too, maybe. Yeah. Kyle Higgins might have been. Not positive. Um, they're on the Bat family. Yeah. So anyway, it looks like it's gonna be cool. Um, questions. Oh, I, I saw that thing on Jonathan Hickman. He said the reason that. Oh, Marvel, for for yes. Yeah, he said the reason News. Marvel's not making a Fantastic Four book is because. Fox owns the rights, and so they want to kind of prove to Fox that until they make a good movie or TV show or something, they're not going to make books. That's stupid. I saw that. <laughs> that is dumb. That's kind of like mm. shoving the face. What do you guys think? Should there be a new Fantastic Four comic, even if the movies are bad? Yes, that's what Marvel's missing. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, again, Marvel doesn't get it. They, you know, they're uh, all that they're doing is depriving the comic readers 
Yeah. You know, they're not discouraging. Now, granted, maybe they don't want to give Fox, you know, more story material, but they can't. They they can't do a Fantastic Four story with great source material. What you know? Especially when you have a creator like Jeff Lemire who wants to do it. Yep. And they just say no, which sucks. Anyways, continue. What, what am I looking at, John? It's three issues: Batman and the Signal. So far. No, it's a three issue miniseries written by Scott Snyder and Tony Patrick. Oh, That's cool. the guy. Tony yeah. Patrick. I don't know if it's going to be ongoing. They never clarified yeah, so if it's it was ongoing or if it's just a miniseries cuz they're doing they're doing a bunch of small series coming out of dark uh, uh coming out of metal into dark matter. Mm-hmm. Like Batman Lost is going to be a miniseries, so I guess Batman and the Signal is going to be a miniseries. Yeah, it's three cool. issues, which is um, weird, three issues. If that's the story you got to tell, yeah, I guess. Um, Cully Hammer's gonna be great on that, yeah. Um, and then uh, Hawkman Found cool. is gonna be a miniseries. Um, coming out of that, that's actually oh, right, he died. <laughs> no, Wait, did he not? The other Hawkman, died. the other, there were two. Who Katar Hall from Thanagar died, like I said, I Carter Hall from like, Earth, like I said, the archaeologist is still alive. One iota, you get on it, continue, get on it. <laughs> anyway, do we have questions? I do. I have a question from Carlos. What is the meaning of life? Uh, 42. 42. 42. It's a good movie. It is. Aren't you glad you watched it? Yeah. Okay. So, um, Carlos wants to know, um, here's a scenario for you. Oh, God. You have been tasked with the responsibility to reboot a failed comic movie of your choice. (laughs) The answer is call Jeff Johns. For example, Fantastic Four, Daredevil, Green Lantern. Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yes. That was not a failure commercially. No. $800 million is not a failure. Which, which one would you choose, and how would you change it from the original? Uh, if I was going to do Fantastic Four. Oh, come oh. on. Because that it's, movie was almost good. It, no, no way. Which one? Oh. Which one? The new one. No way. That Michael was worse than the first. Okay. No, if one. they had continued with the the first half of the movie. Yeah. It would not have been a Fantastic Four movie. And I don't like how Sue Storm got her powers. Doesn't matter. No, that was so, oh my God, that was so ridiculous. She's not even part of it. The only part they're all drunk getting their powers. But the only section that was of the movie, not who cares, source material, the movie that was (laughs) bad was the end. Oh, God. No, everything about the casting was bad. Miles Teller is Mr. Fantastic. Get out of here. Oh, I would have smacked that. Dude. Oh my God! Don't even get me started. I hate that guy. Yes, um, please. Um, please I would. Right. The easiest one for me. Look, the one I want to tackle is Fantastic Four. But I, you know, I would do it. I would do it. You know, it's just like I would do it, just like the comics. Yes. Do it. It's great. supposed to be a family well, adventure. It's already been done. Do like Disney did The Incredibles. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you do Fantastic Four. Yeah. It's family fun. Yeah. It doesn't have to be edgy. They don't, don't have, have to be, to be dark and brooding. Does, yeah. It, no, and it should definitely fit the comics. It should look yeah. look like the comics. It should be you know just out there. Just so. read some freaking Stan Lee and, and don't Jack make Kirby the thing comics. So sad and oh like, my god beat up like yes the got abused yes the the thing (laughs) is supposed to have like you know the uh from the i believe it was issue 51 this this man this monster Mm -hmm. which is a great issue for the thing but like it's supposed to be happy it's supposed to be adventure it's supposed to be like exploration right it's supposed to be about family and and trying to they literally like got none of it in none of those mo- oh, in, in any of those I movies the first but I think the easier one for me would be to, to say Green Lantern yes. and like do not do uh, yes. what's his name Smoke Ryan Reynolds 
No, 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 no. Sinestro? Villain, Parallax? The villain Parallax. Don't do oh, Parallax. Yeah. Well, that that so it should have just been Sinestro, Sinestro and I, you should have. Because that actor you know, Sinestro would have been great if yeah. they could have actually built that into a franchise yeah. and had Mark Strong re like be this reoccurring like villain like right. that is Sinestro. Or do oh my like God. a buddy cop movie yeah. where they like go in space and they're they're together working together well, and then at the end like if you listen to the new pitch for the the next Green oh. Lantern movie, it's called Green Lantern Core. Oh. And that's what they said. They said the actual like description that DC put out or that Warner Brothers put out is lethal weapon in space. Oh, okay. Okay. That's got- exactly what and the two characters are Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Oh okay. Sweet. So they already figured out they they figured out that problem. I got. I actually got mine. I would redo Man of Steel because they're trying. Stop. No, dude. They're trying to portray like Superman, like how he's supposed to be portrayed, like this this symbol of hope. But (laughs) Man of Steel. There is no hope yes, in that there is. movie. Not yes, there minutes. is. Oh my uh, god, yes, yes, there is. I, I, I vehemently Yo. disagree. <laughs> All the Krypton is, stuff was so if cool. It's, it it's supposed cool. to be <laughs> like how it's written right now. Uh, in the Superman comic, it is nothing like that, no, dude. It's it's, it's grounded, no, the way but his it's dad do, it's, dies. It's, was, I was like, uh, that was dumb. Why, why <laughs> no. would he let his dad die? Why can wouldn't just, he just get the dog himself? Oh my god, <laughs> can it's, we get it's a, the dumbest movie. It, I think it's <laughs> no. Bite your tongue, Johnny. It's, or it's, I will smack you really so dumb. hard it's with that. You'll be back in time to see it again. What if we had a Zack Snyder Krypton movie? Oh. That God, would be cool. You almost made me curse. <laughs> the first no. 20 minutes of that movie were really Somebody good. get that man a tripod. <laughs> really Johnny, good. stop talking. All right. Uh, from Blake, we have... Mr. Miracle has been written by some great writers. Who of the legendary roster did you enjoy the most? Colin Bunn. <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry, Mr. Bond. <laughs> I'm thinking on you so He's hard. Gonna, like, yeah, listen, like Blake assumes that we've all read multiple series of Mr. I really like the way Jeff Johns wrote them. I did like actually most recently. Yeah, I did like how Jeff Johns. But wrote that's him a all lot. I've read from Scott Free. Um, I think that might Dumb be name. all. I like this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like this. Uh, yeah, I like this book. So. I'm sure I, one of the things I want to do at some point is actually get the omnibuses of Kirby's whole fourth world thing oh. and burn through it because Just there, look at the art. there's a lot I of... I think Blaine has that. Oh, my God. <laughs> the fourth awesome. world omnibus? Yeah. I think he does. Of course he does. I need to get on that. But uh, I would love to read through that and just kind of see how big and crazy Kirby was going when he was left to his own devices. So. Nice. Um, I don't, and then uh, part of this other question is... And no, Alan Moore did not write Mr. Miracle. Uh, that's Miracle Man you're thinking of, Johnny. And he says specifically yeah. that part's for Johnny I, Morales. I knew what? that, dude. <laughs> I knew <laughs> that. Blake, Blake, not Blake. Blake. So, calling um, me out, Blake. Anyway, those are the only questions that I got from Blake. Did we get any reviews? Was anybody able to check and see? I uh, I wasn't able to check, <laughs> but John, I'm very yeah. You and your new phone. Yeah, I like it a lot. We got a lot of positive feedback about last week's episode. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, that. Who was it? Dave Ramirez that said "Viva la Larry." I want that on a shirt with like just like Larry's face. So yeah. Well, that was fun. well. Anybody who has listened to last week's episode knows that it was pretty much off the rails from the start. From the start, and it was, and it was like it was 10 a lot of fun. Of we should seriously get like Larry to do like a five-minute segment every week of this week in comics history, and he just goes off for five minutes on something. That'd be cool. He, yeah. <laughs> Larry, <laughs> Larry, vote it in, baby. <laughs> yep. We'll 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 do a pre-tape, Larry. <laughs> yeah. 
People tenable. people need the flashbacks, <laughs> aka the Larry facts. Um, okay, so uh, if you guys like what you're hearing, please rate, review, subscribe, share, like, do all that stuff. Um, helps us out. And if you want to go above and beyond, you go to patreon.com slash allstarcomicspodcast. You can get on as little as a dollar. The exclusive episodes and content and stuff comes at the $3 level. That interview's up, right? Yeah, the, the interview up. went up on the, the Patreon page uh, last Friday. So if you haven't checked that out for our Patreon uh, subscribers, check it out. It's pretty cool. Sweet. I had fun filming or er, recording yeah, it. So. Uh, if you want to keep up with everything at the shop, you can like Horizon Comics on Facebook and follow at Horizon Comics on face or on Facebook on Twitter Facegram. And, yeah Facegram Facegram uh, it's owned by the same people uh, so on Instagram and fa- on Twitter my god I've had a stroke <laughs> I just cannot talk um, if you want to keep track of the Johnny yes and you do uh, well kind of I don't know maybe you do you Johnny uh, the Johnny 2x4 and for all your gaming and Audio needs the Hydra Five Five and uh, Hydra, Hydra Gaming, Gaming Podcast. Podcast, YouTube, iTunes, all that stuff. Jonathan, no, no, I got you got this look. Man. <laughs> I, I was like, man, you guys legit, man. Watch out, yeah. Pros I am, here. I am at Saint Jonathan on Twitter and Instagram. Look out for that Dark Knights T-shirt, right? Oh yes, <laughs> I will post it onto my Instagram if you want to regram it or whatever. That is the lingo is the kids okay. use to repost it. Snapchats. I don't think they do that. They just say repost. Whatever. Snapchats. Okay. You know, I don't know it. what the Re-snap hip lingo it, is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Face snapping. Um, uh, you can do that, but I'll try to get that on tonight or tomorrow. Is it clean? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I've only worn it once. Did it was like the it? week of con. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course I did. <laughs> um, but thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week.